Hey, what's up, Automotive World? This is the Automotive Diagnostic Podcast. My name's Sean Tipping. I'm coming at you today with another tech tip. Uh, the tech tip today is going to be referencing uh, General Motors Global A architecture vehicles. And if you're not familiar with what I'm talking about, I'll give you a brief description here and kind of the problem that you may run into uh, trying to swap modules around or replace a control module in one of these vehicles. So beginning all the way back in 2010 was uh, some of the earliest ones that we saw. General Motors began to transition over to what I mentioned was their Global A architecture. And what this really meant, it, it was kind of their transition away from the Tech 2 into uh, the GDS 2, which is their factory scan tool setup uh, currently. And not all vehicles that they sold transitioned immediately. In 2010, there were only, there was a short list of vehicles that use GDS2, but you could no longer use the Tech 2 as a scan tool uh, to communicate with them. And this was like the Buick LaCrosse and the Cadillac uh, SRX, uh, Chevy Camaro, Chevy Cruze, Equinox, Spark, stuff like that. There's a few others as well. And then each year after 2010, they added more vehicles to the list. And by 13, the list was pretty long. And in 14, it was everything. So 14 and up, you can't use a Tech 2 as a factory scan tool anymore. But here's the other thing that happened along with this. Once they switched over to this Global A architecture, it's everything 14 and up, a few vehicles earlier than that, going back to 2010. You could not install a used module. So this is a module that's been in another vehicle and it could match all the specifications. You know, it could be essentially the exact same vehicle with all the exact same features, but you could not take that control module from that vehicle and put it into another one. Of course, you could plug it in and some functions might work, but there's a couple things that are going to happen. Uh, if you don't program this control module, you just plug it in and try to use it. It's going to set some codes, not only in the module that you swap, but this can also set codes in other modules. And these codes have to do with an environmental identifier, and it has to do with security, uh, you know, GM comes out and says they're doing this to protect the security of the vehicle and potential theft. And these codes, you can't clear them out of there. And if you attempt to reprogram this module using GM SPS, it will not allow you to program that used module. The VINs are a one-time write, meaning that the module comes blank when it's built, has no VIN in it. You use GMSPS, you put a VIN into it, you lock it to a vehicle, and that module is now locked to that vehicle. You can't use it in another vehicle. If you need to replace the control module, you got to buy another new one that's blank and then reprogram it with GMSPS. Well, most of the time getting a new control modules, not a bad idea. And in some cases, uh, you know, they're not that expensive and you're going to prevent comebacks. But there are situations where, of course, being able to use a used control module, you know, might offer some cost savings or, uh, you know, maybe there's a module that's not available. And I think we're going to see this in the future as these vehicles age. What happens when they discontinue some of these modules and you can't get a new one or it's very difficult to get a new one or a new one's extremely expensive. 
they're kind of preventing us from, you know, recycling or reusing a used module. Well, um, this has been a problem that, you know, people who do programming and work on General Motors vehicles have run into. And this is a lot of modules on the vehicle. This is your engine control module, your transmission control module, and these things go out all the time. Body control module, SRS control module, HVAC. Uh, there's other modules on the vehicle as well. Depending on the vehicle, there'll be a different amount. Uh, now, I will say not all of these modules fall under the same category. Um, you know, as a one-time right, but there's not a definitive list of which ones do and which ones don't. So as a general rule of thumb, if it's 2010 or up and definitely 2014 or up, I'll tell my customer if they call me, hey, we got to install a used control module. Can we do a used one on this GM? I'll say, no, you got to get a new one uh, for me to program it. That's been the case for a while now. So um, recently I was doing some searching in some Facebook groups, and I saw some people talking about a way that you could reuse a module, that you could put a used module into one of these Global A GM vehicles and actually program it to a different vehicle. And I was curious as to how that could be done. And there is a tool, and this is really what the tech tip is about today, and the name of the tool is called IO Terminal. And it's exactly that, just the letter I, letter O, and then Terminal. And this tool is going to allow you to rewrite the VIN in one of these global A modules. And I recently purchased this tool and just attempted this for the first time on a 2014 Chevy Impala where the shop put a used transmission into it. And they had already installed the transmission when they called me and I asked them, you know, so did you did you go new or well, what's the deal? They're like, no, it's a used transmission. Of course, the TCM, the transmission control module, is behind the side cover and it was a used one. And I had recently purchased this tool. I hadn't used it yet. So I said, okay, well, this would be a great time to try this out. And um, it worked. It worked really well. Um, I was able to rewrite the VIN in this TCM. And now had I tried that just through SPS, it would not have worked. It would have blocked me as soon as it saw there was already a VIN written in that TCM. That was the VIN from the donor vehicle. It's not the VIN that matches that Impala. And now would the thing have started and moved? Probably, but it's going to most likely set these environmental identifier codes in different modules of the vehicle um, and potentially cause. Here's the other thing. Those codes, you may not be able to erase them even after you correct the issue. You want to prevent that from happening, obviously. But back to this tool, uh, what this tool allows you to do, uh, there's a couple different things you can do with it. And I should say this tool does more than just GM. You can do some Ford BCM stuff, and there are other uh, makes and models that this will work with as far as rewriting uh, ECUs. I haven't tried it with anything else yet, um, but General Motors, ECMs, TCMs, I think BCMs as well, we can do this. We can rewrite uh, the control modules if they're used. So what this allows you to do is take the control module that came out of the vehicle, and this would have to be a situation where the control module still communicates and does not have corrupt data in it. 
But you can actually write the information from the EEPROM and the flash from the used, I'm sorry, not from the used module, the original module that came out of the vehicle. So in this case, they had the transmission they took out laying on the floor and actually hooked up right to that module, provided power to it, hooked up to the cam lines and started up this program for the, the IO terminal. And I was able to copy the data, the EEPROM and the flash from the original module. And then I went to the vehicle that had the used transmission installed in it and the used TCM. And I plugged in right through the OBD2 port and was able to rewrite the EEPROM and the flash in that used TCM. And after the fact, VIN matched, everything was happy, no codes, transmission worked, we're good to go. So this was pretty cool to have this ability. Um, now, of course, there's going to be plenty of situations where, you know, you, you should just go with a new module, but in some cases, uh, it's not possible, not reasonable, um, and it's nice to have this ability uh, in some cases. Now, I did mention you have to have a module that communicates. If the module, the old module does not communicate, you're not going to be able to pull that information. The other thing you can do with this tool, and this requires some work ahead of time, you can actually get uh, blank module data. You can copy a blank module data for whatever TCM, ECM that you're dealing with, and then you can write that to a used module and then go in with uh, GMSPS and program the rest. So if you're not familiar with GM SPS, it's pretty easy to use. But really what that this is doing is resetting a use control module to a blank status and then going in with GM uh, SPS and programming it. Um, now, in order to do this, you're going to have to have access to a blank module. But if you do a lot of programming, the idea there would be to hook up to a new module before you program it. Harvest the data, document what the module is out of, and then eventually you might be able to use that in another circumstance. So I'm going to have to start building a file of blank module data so that uh, you can essentially virginize a use control module and then reprogram it with GMSPS. So a lot of potential for this tool. And like I mentioned, it does more than just GM, but this is one of the calls I get a lot of is, hey, can I do a use module in this thing? And now at least I'll have the option to tell them, yeah, there is a potential uh, that you can th th that you can go this route and avoid the uh, global A stuff. So um, I always just like to have some flexibility in uh, what we can do with these vehicles and not be restricted <laughs> to only one path. Um, and I do want to mention where I purchased this tool from in case anybody else is interested in this. Uh, there's a gentleman uh, that you can find on Facebook. His name is Kevin Sutterp, and I hope I'm saying his last name correctly. I've just read it. I haven't actually heard it said out loud, but um, Kevin was the one who sold this tool to me, and he has other ones that are available for sale. Um, if anybody's interested in getting con in contact with him, I can definitely help you out. Um, not only that, but after the purchase, he helped me out with support, uh, getting this thing up and running and walking me through on TeamViewer doing this for the first time because I had never tried this out before. And really, it wasn't too bad. Uh, after I watched it being done, it's, it's 
quite simple, actually, once you see the process happen. Um, but uh, really, really helpful uh, through all the steps. So I would definitely recommend getting in contact with Kevin if you're interested in purchasing uh, one of these I.O. terminal tools. Again, the whole point of this is this allows us to potentially use a used control module on a GM Global A vehicle. So that's it for today's tech tip. Thank you so much for listening. And let's get out there and start fixing the world one car at a time.